Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. 11 acts will perform, only 5 will go through. We're going to be breaking all this down and more. This is the AGT Afterbuzz show semifinals. Let's hit it. You're tuned in to Afterbuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz. What is up? That's right. We, I love it. We've got our boom, 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 lights up in the house for America's uh. Got Talent. How is everyone doing out there in AfterBuzz TV land? So nice to have you guys here. So much to go through on this episode, but I want to get straight into... a. Unfortunately, Justina wasn't able to be with us today. She had a flight mess up. We love you. We love you. Love you. And we can't wait to have you back next week. But the show must go on. So we have got Antoine Banks here. I'm still here because I don't got nothing else to do. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Jackson impersonator, Vegas, Vegas performer. Yes, yes, yes. So excited to to continue to talk about this amazing show with you. I'm Rachel Swindler. I was on a reality show called Big Brothers. So, love the reality world. Also lived in Vegas for six years. Performed in many different shows, gigs around town. So, I absolutely love this show and love talking about Vegas in general because I honestly miss it so much. (laughs) I do too, man. Vegas is one of the, actually, uh, the entertainment capital of the world period if I'm not mistaken I want to say it's 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 very high up there I have so yeah. many great friends that do so many things and you, we're going to get into all of that coming up yep. we've got the hot news we've got a special segment where we're actually gonna, going to go through some of the best of Las Vegas in 2019 mm. including a past AGT winner so you're going to want to stay tuned for that so Antoine want to get right into it for overall thoughts of this episode. Tell me how you felt. Well, like I said, you know, Vegas has to be the top three entertainment uh, places to be in the world. Mm-hmm. This is why we're doing it. Uh, is to get a spot to to find a Vegas act. Tonight, I believe I've seen at least three. Mm-hmm. You know, Ooh. so overall, at least at least three. At least at, three. At the most five or, five or six, but that's that's good because today's show was nothing but veterans doing what performers does, and that's tear the house down. I believe I want to say at least eight point five out of ten, just to give a ratio. Performers tonight rock the house. Awesome. So you're saying how many acts did you think really raised the bar tonight? Raised the bar. We had some originals. We had a few of those. I want to say a good solid four. A good solid four. A good solid four. And we're going to get into those predictions, too, Mm -hmm. because I'm sure you've got some hot predictions, Mm -hmm. as I do as well, which I can't wait to get into. But my overall thoughts of the episode were just, wow. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe not wow. I don't know. (laughs) I thought that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little indecisive today. No, I will say... There were there were some that really stepped up to the plate, and mm-hmm. there were some that, unfortunately, that were some of my favorites that 
that didn't step up to the mm. plate, which we'll get right into. But I want to just go ahead briefly and recap everybody on last week's live results. Mm. So the AGT results from last week that got through were the Detroit Youth Choir, Iman Bisha, Eric Chen, who we saw perform tonight, Dom Chambers, Benicio Bryant, who performed tonight, Jackie Fabulous, who performed tonight, and Marcine, I'm not going to butcher your last name, So, who was the guitarist. So eliminated was Mackenzie, Gonzo, Lucas and Falco, Barry Wham, and Matthew Richardson. Antoine, are you surprised by any of the acts that didn't get through? You know what? I'm happy that the acts who did not... I told you guys, if you watched last week's episode, I said... Mars, uh, Marcine. Marcine and Falco and Mackenzie was going to share Uber Lyft, I mean, or a Lyft shared <laughs> because they was headed to the airport because they were not going to make this, uh, the quarterfinals. The semifinals. The, uh, they were not going to make it to the semifinals. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. So I, I, I said it because I felt in that performance that if the, if the audience voted for them and they got over it, we must have been watching two different shows. Yes. So were, I'm, I'm not surprised at were all. Were you surprised Jackie Fabulous was in the Duncan save? What we saw on the last Live Results episode was, which we haven't seen in, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, we haven't seen in past ones, we saw two acts that were in the Duncan save go through, which was Jackie mm-hmm. Fabulous. The, 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 the ones in the top three were Jackie Fabulous, Lucas and Falco, and Marcine. So those were the three acts in the bottom. Mm-hmm. I was personally very surprised, as was Howie, on Jackie being in the bottom three. Were you surprised last week that she was in the bottom three? I was stunned to even think that she had a chance to, to be, go home. Yeah, to go home. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here, people? Did you not? Her presentation, you can go down every, every characteristic of a great performance. She nailed it all. Yeah. Checklist and, done. And, yeah, and 100%. I was very surprised to see Jackie and Marcin in the Duncan save, but so glad they both got through. So let's kick it off then with this episode that we watched tonight. We saw 11 acts, only five, five are going to go through. Let's get right into the first act um, in Dolvu. The Youth Choir from mm-hmm. Africa. Uh, you know, uh, Howie said, you sound beautiful. You looked beautiful. Uh, stepped up their game. Uh, Simon said, a way higher league than anything that they've done. What do you think? I, I agree. Tonight's performance definitely blowed. Actually, I think set the standard. The bar has just been made higher because you have another choir group which is the Detroit <laughs> Youth Choir what's up guys it's back at home that's where I'm from I always like to say this in case if you're just <laughs> tuning in but um, they actually blown they outdone the Detroit Youth Choir in, in many ways I like the solo I like that's something different they w- wasn't just singing together the yes. entire time she grabbed the microphone and showed her individual skills as an artist and not she had a voice the choir carry they were in sync with the dance. They it just so much creativity and I, again the culture. I felt like I was just somewhere on the island. Mm-hmm. It brought me. It took me there. Yeah, I mean, I know I've been a little hard on the choirs, definitely last week with uh, the Detroit Youth Choir, but. This was one of my favorite acts of the night, and I never thought that I would say that, (laughs) but I mean, 100% they stepped up, and I think for me, comparing them to the Detroit Youth Choir, Uh they're, I I mean, I think that they are way better. Uh, uh, no, no, uh, one second, one second, uh, 
I just want to say, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it, 100%, they did sound beautiful. The president of South Africa actually tweeted them. I mean, they really did step up. I saw the pride and joy of South Africa in what they were doing. I agree with you. I loved the girl that sang. I thought that I thought that she was very good. And, and they did sing. I'm, they did uh, do a more current song, I believe. Or did they? No, I know that they sang still. I'm, I'm not gonna, 100% sure, but whatever they did, the yeah. remake that they did was absolutely beautiful. So congrats to them on on really stepping up the game and showing us what an Rise AGT semifinals performance should be like. Another performer that we saw tonight that I don't think necessarily showed us what a semifinals performance is was Ansley Burns. Now, as they showed us in in the recap in her first bit, you know, I, she's had a really rough road here on America's Got Talent with Simon stopping her twice during her performances, saying that the backing track was too much. Um, I have a lot of opinions on her performance. Antoine, what are your opinions on Ansley Burns, who ha- was the Duncan save on her last well, she drowned, America? She drowned today. Oh. She has a better chance surviving the It movie than coming out of that alive than going to the finals tonight. Um, at, at the beginning of the performance, her voice matches her age. That's To me, that's the takeaway. And it's nothing. She can't do anything about that. Her voice will eventually grow. With the more she mature, you know what I mean. But we have vocalists on set that are phenomenal, astonishing. And when you bring in her to the stage, it's it's a little bit. Her presentation is not there. Um, her stage presence, which will match her presentation, does not equal anything that I've ever seen as far as the the ones that will make it to the finalists. Yeah, man. Uh, and then, like you said, um, you mentioned it. Something like I, she messed up in the, in the middle or something. Yeah. Like that, so um, again, Ansley, I believe she's from South Carolina. Shout out because I'm from South Carolina. So I absolutely love her and her beginning video. She's so freaking cute, so funny. So she, I know and exactly what the judges kept saying over and over. This is why she was saved. Mm. She has the personality that you want to root for. She's the type of person that you want to win America's Got Talent because she is so engaging and her personality is so relatable. But like I said about her in the beginning and why I still think that she should not be going through, she's just too young. She's point blank in the period. She's too young to be on this show. It's too much pressure. And especially for somebody who has gone through the journey that she's gone through that has to affect her mm. mentally. You know, and and being as I was on a reality show, and I hate to bring it back to that, it's it's a lot of pressure. It's it so much. And when you get out of the thick of it, it's even more pressure to step up. So hopefully, and I'm sure that she's surrounded and she has a great support system by her because I don't think that she's going to get through. And I'm going to say this. Based on people's story, and I know Simon said they, he wants the, uh, the audience to judge her not on tonight's performance, but the whole time that she was on AGT. But however, America shouldn't have to fall in love with the story to fall in love with the talent. You know what I mean? It's I would love to see, which I have tonight, talent actually shining through that overlaps the story. No, I don't feel like Ansley Burns should be given another break because actually it was a tweet in a news article earlier before the show aired. Has Ash Ansley Burns had enough 
chances. And that was the headline for it. And we let you be the judge. Please comment below. Let us know what you think. Yeah. I mean, I do think that this is the end of the road for her. But I do love her. And I do hope that she doesn't. She takes this experience and turns it into a positive. Because it it can. It could. You know. Depending on the support system and and her thinking. Because she is so young. So I do wish the best for Ansley Burns. And I hope that she comes out of this, you know, mm-hmm. bigger and better. And somebody who definitely went bigger and better tonight, even with a broken foot, the Masaudi brothers, <laughs> I loved them tonight. And I've always loved them. They've never disappointed, in my opinion, since they've been on the show. But I'll go ahead and start with you on what you thought of the Masaudi brothers. Well, I thought they were super sexy, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> yeah, I love the ladies, but they was hot. Now, uh, the strength and conditioning you have to have to pull something like that off is just unhuman like it Mm -hmm. was very just very well put together the choreograph and everything was well thought out they actually took Simon's advice and to me that was a hint even though Simon did take some of the credit but that was a hint to them because they met up to the challenge and went over and beyond I mean for a minute I thought they were going to hurt themselves Dude broke his foot, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. came back, did the exact same trick, felt the confidence after finishing it, and they were just, ah, and man, I mean, from start to finish, I was entertained, and Magic Mike is not even the type of show that I would personally buy a ticket to go see, but I would. I was entertained. <laughs> I know you were, Rachel. <laughs> I've been to Magic Mike. <laughs> uh, see, I walked past, but I never won a ticket, though. Well, you know, oh, you know I went inside Magic Mike. Uh, well, that sounded weird. So, but Magic, <laughs> Magic Mike, uh, speaking on that, just to, to go ahead and, and and get that parallel right there, they were compared tonight to Magic Mike, and they were giving me Magic Mike and Chippendales vibes so much, and this is why I love them. This is why I've loved them from the beginning. They are a Vegas act. 100% no question whatsoever. You know, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Sex sells in Vegas. It does. And those three men, they're hot. Okay? And they started out with the ride it, my pony. And I said, yes. 100% yes. I was was in a Vegas show. It was really, it was a spoof show. It was a spoof style show. Um, and we opened up, we did a whole ride at my pony act because it's a, I believe in Chippendales they do it, but it was a spoof on Chippendales, uh-huh. but we had two gay men doing it. So, so that's what I'm saying. They made it relevant and current mm-hmm. to Las Vegas and what is hot right now. They also did an audience participation act to show what their own show could be in Las Vegas. Perfect example of that. Put they were sexy fire. Uh, Simon said the advice I gave you really helped you. Okay, Simon. Uh, but uh, Gabrielle said that she was galloping along. All right, right. See, <laughs> slow down, slow I down. Mean, okay. Standing ovation. In my opinion, the Masaudi brothers were one of the best of the night. You know what? I would probably, I would agree. I would. They were definitely one of the best of the night. Definitely. Uh, I know why the ladies probably enjoyed them, especially in the live audience at the Dolby Theater. So, uh, yeah. no, no question that the ladies <laughs> are going to to love the Masaudi brothers. But another act that I have loved from the beginning, 
maybe not as much with you have loved from the beginning, but curious to hear your opinion tonight on him <laughs> and if you thought he stepped up his game. Tyler Butler, Figueroa, uh, I, I mean, I have my opinions. Tell me what you thought of his performance tonight. Well, it was a performance. It definitely hit the charts. It was uh, live and it was there. It's something that just wasn't working for me. It's not that it, it was not. That. You're like treading on yeah, water I not know. to piss me off, I, but it's fine. Yeah, I'm trying. It's okay. It's Wait okay. Wait to work out. She got some arms on, so I got to watch She's what like, I'm saying. I'm like, don't you talk about my Tyler Butler. Tyler, the one thing that, okay, the one thing that it does for me is it doesn't give me that wow factor. Okay. That's just simply, as simply put as it is. And like I mentioned earlier about Ansley Burns. I don't want to necessarily fall in love with the story more than I fall in love with your talent. I mean, I, they coincide, yes, but this is America Got Talent, not America Writes Stories. And it's not... Go, go ahead, girl, No, it's fine. It's go, fine. No, no, I'm, just, I'm just curious because tonight, uh-huh. I know a lot of what you have said is that he plays along to just music and a track. Right. And if you heard the notes that he got tonight from Simon and Sean, they both commented on his fabulous musicianship. Yeah, for sure. For which, which for me, again, I'm not like, I'm not a, I'm a singer. I'm not, I know when people are hitting right notes though, but I'm not technically a musician. So there are some things, especially with the violin that I'm not as, uh, as educated on. So to hear Sean say that he plays the piano and how difficult it is to jump up and down and, and be able to hit the notes that he was able to and Simon commenting on how amazing his musicianship was, d- does that not, in your mind, kind of change a little bit of your view? Here's my thing. I feel better that no matter what, like I mentioned in the last week's news and gossip, this guy's going to get a record deal, period. His money is on the table. That's already in stone, so let's not worry about his... Like after the show, Tyler's going to be fine. That's out the way. The notes were great. I actually heard the notes and the ins- the, the, the little insignificant things that he were doing to actually show his his technical skills on mm-hmm. the violin. However, oh gosh, here's this. However, there is nothing else that's like wow. And I'm gonna ask you. I'm looking dead into the camera. Would you pay to see 90 minutes or 70 minutes of Tyler in Las Vegas? Let you be the judge. Comment below if you would pay money to see Tyler Butler Figueroa actually play. And I will say, I, I, the one thing I will agree with you on about Tyler is that as I did feel like he, the game stepped up a little bit, but I still wanted more. Like last week when we talked about there being a DJ involved. I would have loved to have seen a DJ incorporated in his performance because you know they had the light, the lightsabers, and he did do a little dancing and like he had a slow section that he did where he turned to the camera around. So I thought he gave us some different levels to where I could go, okay, because this is the semifinals. This is where you step up your game. So I did in that aspect. I, I thought he raised it a little bit, but I wanted more. I did. Right. His performance left me wanting more. But I do think that he should go through, and I do think that he will go through because of his story and because of his talent. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I'm glad we got agreed on that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm not about to say nothing else now. No. I'm going to be in the Well, let's see if we agree on this next act, which is Greg Morton. 
Greg Martin, the impressionist, the which I can really respect an impressionist because I love doing impressions myself. So, thoughts on Greg Martin? Well, my thoughts is great. I actually uh, love, well, used to love doing a few impressions until my impressions were canceled. One of them was Bill Cosby. And the pudding popping off. But <laughs> you know where he is That was actually pretty not. good. That was yeah. pretty good. So, not as good as my Britney. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I think I... I was not expecting it. So we know how difficult and challenging those things can be. Mm-hmm. I just think he were, he was a little bit all over the place. I do concur with Simon just a tad bit because usually if you pay attention to the auditions in the previous um the previous act, he kind of takes you on a journey of a story. Now, the first one was Star Wars, and the second one, I, I kind of get it confused, but it still was a journey to the end being some type of punch. So, this one, I think he was kind of taking you through generations of cartoons. I personally loved it because I got everything. Just my, my, my. You got every single one. I got every that he did. Because I, I grew. I, I'm. A, I used to be a class clown. You probably could tell. But yeah. I, oh dang. Okay. Uh. I got some of. Uh, yeah, we'll keep going. I got yeah. some of them, but I didn't get all of them. So I, so I got lost, like Simon did. And and that happened. Would you pay money to see him? Uh, at the. Uh, I take my kids if they had like a special or, or they Sesame Street come through. Yeah, they had a discount. You know, sometimes you you get for free and it's, you still pay too much. So he's not one of those, but because he took you through 60s, 70s, and 80s talent, I don't think he reached the early 2000s, late 90s until he did SpongeBob. So my only mm-hmm. thing with him was, will he captivate the all the masses of people that watch AGT that probably are not familiar with the 60s and 70s? Y- yeah, I mean, with Greg Morton... I loved the opening package on the but I loved a lot of I love a lot of the opening packages that they have. But I loved that. He did Scooby Doo. These are the ones that I caught that I remembered. Uh Scooby Doo, The Simpsons, and SpongeBob. Those were the, the three shows that I caught. I know there were some was there Back to the Future reference as well? Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd. But uh, Bugs Bunny, Bugs Bunny, yeah. So he was going with some more old school cartoons, Jefferson and stuff like that. Yeah, I liked at the end when he said, "That's all, folks." So I thought that that was cute. Yeah, that he did that at the end. I just for for me, I I I wasn't following along with him, like Simon said. I was getting really confused. I would like more of a theme that lasts a longer than uh, 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he would do something for 10 seconds and then would switch and then switch and then switch and then switch. And so my brain is like, huh, 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 mm-hmm. huh, And so I was getting confused. So I would like for him to take me on a journey of like a whole entire scene. Mm-hmm. I would love for him maybe to have other impressionists. Like, I'm talking like a, a bigger stage, maybe more impressionists or just more of a scene and more of an act would you agree the first one when even though star wars wasn't your thing right yeah but at least he re- it was he like was consistent one. yeah he it did, was just star wars he took you literally through every movie of star wars so if, even if you just stuck with spongebob and just did like some type of made-up scene because spongebob got a, a plethora of characters as well he could have did squidward or you know mr krabs and walked us through some type of I don't know, some type of shenanigans from that, right? Yeah. I mean, if we go through the comments that the judges 
made, Simon said that he was not a fan. He was a fan until tonight. It was all over the place. And again, I said I agreed with him. How he said he nailed it. And he said, I've been married for four years, and I, that doesn't get done a lot. Wow. <laughs> I thought that was funny. And then <laughs> Sean said he was very impressive, which, again, I'll, and I didn't even say this at the beginning. We did have a guest judge tonight, Sean Hayes. Um, he's a huge fan of the show. Jack McFarland on the NBC hit show Will and Grace. If you remember that, primetime Emmy winner, four SAG Awards, one American Comedy Award, six Global Globe, mm. Golden Globe, Global Globe nomination. Sorry about that. But he's very amazing. So he knows comedy extremely well and thought Greg Morton was very impressive. So who knows? I think that he's definitely a contender to go through, but I don't know if it was enough. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's like you said, we had to wait and see. Consistency would have been better for me as well. And I'm, a, I'm still a fan of Greg Morton, but hopefully the audience paid attention and we have more older people that will selectively put him through. Of course. And before we get into our next act, which is Cody Lee, which was amazing tonight, which we'll go more in depth in. But we want to tell you guys how much we love you. So, Yes, guys. We love you guys so much. Thank you for making us the ESPN of Talk TV. So please continue to watch us. Subscribe. Please hit that like button and comment. Give us a five-star freaking rating. After Buzz has been good to me and also good to my co-host Rachel here. Yes. <laughs> and hopefully we become a big part of your afternoon, morning, and night. So wake up, go to sleep, tell your friends, ask about us. We're here. After Buzz will entertain you. That's right. Thank you guys. ESPN of Talk T- ESPN of Talk TV. We love you guys. And someone else that we love tonight, I think we were in agreement on, and I know our girl, our girl Justine loves this act, Cody Lee. Oh, man. <laughs> Shout out I, to Justine. What's I, up, girl? I have no notes. I always laugh because once there's an act that comes on where I literally write no notes, this is Cody Lee. I had no notes about him. Simply amazing. Uh, yeah. He, he hit keys that I didn't think he could pro- I, he, he was in ranges that I, I wasn't familiar with he went with to him. his falsetto yeah he definitely so, hit yeah. the falsetto a lot and he he, he owned a song yeah I mean and then the, the judges Gabrielle just you just keep changing the world in tears Simon your story is unbelievable but it's your talent it's one of the most special talented contestants his breath was taken away Sean said you're nothing short of extraordinary and Howie said you are magic so standing ovation again there's not much to really say about Cody Lee but that he is a phenomena no, seriously, I think, is he not the face of AGT this season? At this point, he is the face of AGT. All right. I, mean, I think since the, the moment he walked in an audition, he became Mr. America's Got a Talent. Yes, he does have a huge following. And I thought that his performance this week was better than the previous performance he had. So, in my opinion, he stepped up his game tonight. I agree. Not that there's many more steps to, to go up. Go. But he's, <laughs> he's, he's definitely stepped up his game. Somebody else that the judges didn't think exactly stepped up their game. Jackie Fabulous, which is oh. one of my favorite acts. And I'd have to agree a little bit with Simon. I still thought she was really funny, but I did agree with Simon that there seemed to be a little bit of of her energy and her spirit that was taken away in her performance. Yeah, what did you think? I think that her being in a Duncan pool gave her uh, some type of discouragement, you know, discouraged her 
from tonight's performance because she did better last week than she did today. Mm-hmm. She I thought last week was flawless. And for her to still do a flat with her, anyone, for you to still do a perfect job from start to finish, the backdrop, the JF, and the intro, everything was from start to finish great last week. And then to get in the dunking pool... Yeah, and that 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 has that would that would take a hit on anyone's confidence. So yeah, I'm sure that it did take a hit on her confidence. Her confidence, and when I was watching her again, I hate to relate it back to being on a high. Like when I got Big Brother, when I was on that show, when I was on national television, and really in the thick of it, it was one of the biggest highs of my life. I was, I think, like, this is it. I've I've reached my pinnacle. And to get up on that high and then for it to all be taken away from you in a split second is really, really, really difficult. And I feel like maybe what you were saying about being in the Duncan save and being at the bottom, which we saw with Ansley Burns tonight when she forgot her lyrics. And, you know, I and I thought the, the judges were way too, way too nice Oof. to her. But, you know, you see, we saw people fumble tonight like a Jackie and the Ansley who have been at the bottom. But we've also seen with the choir who was at the bottom who stepped up their game. So it's all about your perspective and mm-hmm. how you take take the experience. And I also want to say because I work at a rooftop lounge and Glendale, um, don't come find me though. Well, or yeah, come find me. Sorry. I'm gonna come find. <laughs> but um, I ran into Mackenzie, the singer, after the live show. Get this. He was here. sitting at my restaurant, and I walked up to him. And I told him that I understood how it felt to be on a high and be so high up and and feel like everything's going right for you and then for everything to drop down. And I I gave him a little pep talk, if you will, and told him that everything will get better and to take this experience as a, you know... Was was he by himself? No, he's with his parents. Okay. It's the two ladies. It's his mother, I think, and maybe his grandmother. I'm not sure. But... Yeah, I I really really did feel for him coming from there. So just a shout out that you know that interaction did happen, Mackenzie. But shout out to Mackenzie. Keep going for your dreams, everybody. Keep going for their dreams. That has gotten in a roadblock because I know I've felt that way so many times in my life, and I know I'm sure you have too. Yeah. So just keep going, just keep going. And somebody that did keep going was Robert Finley tonight. Playing the guitar, which was very different for him. Bluesy soul. What I want to pay to see this didn't really blow me away, but I loved his high notes. Simon said, uh, not <laughs> had the band, would it have been a better connection? Not quite the moment that he was looking for. Howie, you're so authentic. You're so real. A little bit split. What were your thoughts? I, I have to go with Howie on this one, man. Uh, well, both. Because I do think that if he would just use light, you know, uh, small acoustics or something like that. Maybe you had the girls in the background. You would have felt it more, but it's still, like how we said, brought you to that place. Like a old, not a Western, a bluesy, Louisiana vibe. Like I grew up listening to Barry White, Teddy Pendergrass, Marvin Gaye, and Al Green. And I want to say this guy, especially, he was also a one besides Cody Lee that was hitting different falsettos. So he reminded me of an Al Greenish, Teddy vibe you know you got you got what i need it was just that it, 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 he, he definitely made me want to go like man everybody put this on let me rub them toes you know? yeah <laughs> rub them toes oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah he was definitely uh, so bluesy and soulful and took me back somewhere that i haven't i haven't been before i definitely thought he stepped up his game this week prior to his other performance mm-hmm. that i saw 
So I thought he, I thought he actually was pretty good tonight. I don't know if it's enough to get through, uh-huh. but I thought he was really good. Our next performance, though, that really upset me with the judges' reactions, and I'm curious to get yours, was Eric Chen, who has been one of the best acts we've seen. Last week, fumbled a bit with Simon being his biggest critic, saying, you need to do something bigger and you need to do something better. And this apparently was not bigger and better for Simon. I agree slightly, but I still think he's incredibly talented. What are your thoughts? I'm sorry, I have to agree with Simon on this one. That guy was boring, man. Yeah, Eric Chen, he just, dude, he just, my hands, look at him. My fingers is in the air. Oh, oh, that's all I got out of the, I, I, I see your talents here. I feel you, but can you blow me away? You're a magician, for goodness sake. I was expecting him to listen to Simon just like um, the Masadi brothers listened to him and make it bigger and better. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah, the only thing that I would have really have loved to have seen, if you've seen anything like David Copperfield does, he like has an entire plane at the end of his show. Mm. Something When he was doing the whole different countries and like the Leaning Tower of Pisa and all these different things and places in the world, I was expecting the curtains to open in the back and something to be revealed like... like Mount Rushmore or something. I don't know. What, what, what was the magician last week? What, he, what was his name? Dom Chambers. That, Dom, that girl, that's his name. Dom Chambers made tape face appear. I know, I know. And and Dom Chambers is amazing. And and I I definitely think at this point Dom Chambers has has one up on Eric Chen. He made a whole but, person appear. No, he did. And that's why I'm I'm agreeing that Eric Chen, we wanted just a bit more. We needed more. We needed bigger. I needed a plane or the Leaning Tower of Pisa or Mount Rushmore I mean, to appear behind you, and I didn't get that, so that upset me. But I do love what he does. It's so specific and so magical. And something that they did say, that Gabrielle did say, was she's a little confused from their advantage point, which is interesting to me because maybe they didn't get the full effect of what I f- I feel like maybe we got more of an effect. Man, he made some action doing. figures appear on some on a stage. But what I'm saying is because it's such a close up act, mm. it is better if you're watching at watching it from a television screen. So I think America will understand what he did more than the judges understood. But that sucks that he got such negative ish feedback from right. them. I feel right. that's true. And, but one act that didn't get negative feedback was Light Balance Kids, which I want to get to. Through very quickly, they did a Marvel themed. They had Living on a Prayer, which I loved that they did this audience with, with lightsabers. Strange ending, I put, but I don't know. Just super cool. Uh, your opinions. Next, get them out of here. You don't like the light balance no, kids? No, not at all. I think they're cheesy. I think they're. Uh, I'm not trying to come off as mean, but I think they rely too much on their technical prowess versus the physical. And. That the physical it shows me skills, and I I don't say that's cheating, but it's more technical savvy than anything else. Yeah, I still think it's a really important where they put their bodies. They're clearly look like they're very talented dancers, in my opinion, and mm-hmm. I, I I still think I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say it's more technical based than talent based. So I get that a little bit, but I do think what they do brings a lot of talent. 
And this, the judges definitely agree. Simon, that was a semifinalist performance and ate his own words and said he was wrong. Howie, most clear Vegas act in the show. Build a room for them. Julianne, I've enjoyed what you've done. What? But did get some pushback from Julianne, who said, I've enjoyed the other stuff you've done better, saying that you're your own brand and you don't have to step into the Marvel Marvel world, which was interesting. And I do want to say here, uh, thank you so much for being in our group chat. We did have Azad. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Azad. Shinlin last year was unbelievable. It really set the bar so high for Eric Chen. I feel like I feel it kind of has hurt Eric because of that, which I would agree to. And I'm sure uh, Justine would agree with that as well, because she always talks about about Shinlin. Yeah, she does. She does. Shout out. <laughs> so, yeah, Light Balance Kids, great. But another act, we got to get to our final act of the night before we get into our top our top 5 predictions and our new segment and our special segment as well. Benicio Bryant doing an original song, a very inspirational song. Some of the lyrics, underneath it all, I'm scared to lose it all. I'm scared to crash and fall. I Simon said, pretty outstanding. I'm going to see you at the finals in two weeks. Julianne created an entire world to join. Gabrielle said, two hit original songs. Howie, I take it back what I said. You could win the entire show. Thoughts? Well, that all was a lie to me, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, he had on some uh, some Garth Brooks jeans, which which is which is nice. His pants is you know stylish. And Steve Urkel. Uh, all of that is great. But the song, I couldn't really understand the lyrics. He did not explore his vocal attributes that everyone else kind of stepped outside the range. Mind you, you got Cody Lee, pianist and the vocalist. You got uh, Robert Finley coming up with his own originals and still hitting different notes. I kind of heard the same tempo, and I wrote this down in my notes throughout his entire song, it was no switch ups that would give me that energy to where I say like, man, he got he got the look, he got the style. He can he even got penmanship because he wrote the song, but he's missing something. Well, there there I will say that there is something about Benicio that's a very, it's relatable and you want to root for him and I do love him and I think that he's a great vocalist. I was not as blown away as the judges were, mm-hmm. but like I said, I think it was more of the message that he was putting out there mm-hmm. than than anything. Yeah. I think it was more of the message because, like I said, you know, talking about you want scared scared to lose it all, and what a moment that he's having on that stage at that point in his life that he's singing those poignant lyrics. So I just think it was more about the message and not Yeah, because really. he sounded like his nose was stopped up or something. Like he had a common cold. Like, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Well, it, it'll be very interesting to see if, if he does go through. But I want to go ahead and get into our special segment for tonight. And that is our special segment is our 2019 Best of Las Vegas winners. And I wanted to go into this because just to show you guys and remind ourselves of what America's Got Talent can actually lead to. And one of the best strip headliners who won is a Reader's Choice Best Strip Headliner was Terry Fader. The Mirage is performed at the Mirage. He's a season two America's Got Talent winner. So just something to look forward to and to mm-hmm. remember where this can lead to. And it's 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 so cool that you can 
go from this show and and just create such a beautiful platform for yourself. And America's Got Talent creates so many amazing platforms for people. Some of the other 2019 Best of Las Vegas were Best Family Jam were the Bronx Wanderers, which is at the Matt Franco Theater in the link. Best Updated Show. This is a new show. Actually, one of my great friends, Jackie Watrowski, is in the show. It's Elvis Presley's Heartbreak Hotel at the Harris Showroom. And another Best of Las Vegas Reader's Choice Best Production Show is Absinthe, which is at Caesars Palace. Absinthe, I could see the Masaudi brothers in Absinthe in a second. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. So, that's our special segment, but I want to get into our hot news segment after that. So, hit us with the hot news, Antoine. Yay, yay! We got some hot news. My man Terry Crews opened up about his secret to a 30-year successful marriage, claiming that freedom... And choice, making time for his woman, because uh, she's a, uh, I want to say, gospel singer, and he does multiple things on the side, including uh, um, hosting AGT. So they make time for each other, and congratulations for Terry Crews on his 30 years to his wife. Hey. Not only has Terry Crews been spending time with his wife, he also also been spending time sending his uh, thoughts and prayers to Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart recently was in a car accident, and a really bad car accident, and had to undergo back surgery. Uh, recently, I want to say was it yesterday or earlier or late last night. So our thoughts and prayers goes out to Kevin Hart, but ter- Terry Crews has been keeping it close with him and just hoping him um, the best get well soon. Speedy as he possibly yeah, speedy recovery. There you go. Yeah. Uh, now, former host Nick Cannon receives backlash because Lori Harvey, which is Steve Harvey's daughter, used to date Sean Puffy Combs P Diddy. At the age of 49, and Lori Harvey is 22. Let us know what you think about that, because Nick Cannon let us know when he said that he will feel like he failed as a father if he was Steve Harvey. So, if your daughter of the age of 22 dates a man of 49, and he just so happened to be, I don't know, <laughs> Puff Daddy, would you, how would you feel as a father or mother? Let us know below, but he definitely... Who's get- the dad? The daddy is Steve Harvey. Oh, Steve Harvey's daughter is dating... Used to date... I think they just broke up or they're trying to uh, work things out, but was dating uh, Puff Daddy. And Nick Cannon is receiving backlash because he d- didn't approve of it? He... he someone, I guess he, he was in an interview. Someone asked him about it, and I think it was, was a Vlad TV or something like that, and he basically said that he would feel like he failed as a father. Oh, well, I don't agree with that. Yeah. So, but they were saying to him that Mariah Carey was 11 years older than him. Well, exactly. But I will say this 11 years versus, I want more than the 20, that's almost 25 hey, year difference. You can't help who you love. Maybe I would feel different if I were a parent and it was my child. I, I don't know for certain because I don't have any children. You, you do, though. So I have four. And I would say. <laughs> I will probably grab my rifle and be on the lookout. <laughs> so, all right, you've heard it there, straight from, from yeah, the father. And that's all the news and gossip that we have for you today. Thank you, guys. All right. Well, thank you for that. So, let's get right into our predictions. And now you're after Buzz TV. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've got our predictions. Only five acts are going to get through tomorrow for the live results. I have my top five acts. I'm going to go ahead and give that to you right now. So these are my top five acts that are going to get through. And they are in no particular order. 
Leo Bryant, Cody Lee, the Masaudi brothers, Tyler Butler, Figueroa, and this one was hard for me. I had the choir down in Dove Choir over Light Balance Kids. I am confused as to which one will go through, but I did put Light Balance Kids because I thought they got they were at the end of the show, and I thought that they got a better feedback from the judges than the choir did. I'm I'm but I'm between those two because I did actually love the choir tonight. Who are your top five? My top five is Drum Roll I thought you was gonna keep going. <laughs> Cody Lee up in his house. All right. The youth choir for sure. Okay. The Saudi brothers and Robert Finley. Robert Finley. And Greg the voice dude. And Greg Morton. So we've <laughs> have two difference or <laughs> two, two maybe three. Now I again I I I want the choir to go through. But I I don't it's hard for me to take out I think Benicio's gonna go through. I would See, See I, I think Benicio got a better chance of than running. Tyler. Yeah, yeah uh, I just think I think Tyler's going to go through. I think the, the Cody Lee's definitely going to go through, and the Masaudi brothers, Benicio, Light Balance Kids, and Dolve Youth Choir, and then you have Robert Finley down, and who else? Uh, Greg Morton. I don't think Greg Morton's going to go through. Yeah, but I think. I don't really think Robert Fenley is going to go but through But our either. three, we have Cody Lee, Youth yes. Choir, and Masaudi Brothers. Yes, there's just so much going through. We're just going through this. But, guys, hit us with your Instagram and your Twitter and everything that people can find you on, Antoine. My Twitter, none of your business, but Instagram <laughs> is simply different. 87, www.antoinebanks.com. Go ahead, Rachel. All right, and I'm Rachel Swindler. You can find me on Instagram at Rachel Swindler or on Twitter at Rachie Swin. We loved being here with you guys today talking everything America's Got Talent. Be sure to check in next week with us. We'll be having our second semifinals. You're not going to want to miss it. We'll see you next week, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.